The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by Hilltown Electrical. Hilltown Electrical deals with both domestic and commercial jobs. You can find them on Facebook or by contacting them on 0773 Hello and welcome to episode 84 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith, and with me, as always, is Mr. Paul Gray. Paul, it's always good recording a podcast when it's all going well. But see, when it's not going too well, it's absolutely horrific. It's shite recording a podcast, isn't it? It is just a wee bit. <laughs> me and you, we couldn't be bothered, eh? But we're here, oh, mate. No, no, we're here. No, no. Just getting the, the motivation. Just it's, been a, it's been an excellent fun. week. It's been an excellent week. <laughs> If I couldn't be bothered or hear the oomph today last week's then, oh boy, it's took a lot to get going for this week's. <laughs> you seem a bit more perked up. You're actually smiling. Hmm. Just, barely. Just, Just barely. Just barely. 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 Um, it's one of those, if you, if you didn't smile, you didn't laugh, you'll end up... You'll greet. Greet. God knows what else. Yeah. That's it. So, you'll greet. So let's start off. Let's be... Wednesday's game, we took a trip to Parkhead, got absolutely annihilated, my team bus broke down on the way, mm. I think everything just broke down, didn't it? Uh, it's a, a game to forget, but not to forget, because performances and scorelines like that should be, <sighs> I can people say it's a free hit playing Celtic and whatnot, but when you're, you're absolutely humped like that, the criticism that, that goes the way of everything about performance players, manager and all that they've got to take it on the chin, it's no they kind of get away with it if you know what I mean, it sounds bad, it sounds like a really really like sinister thing saying it, you kind of get away with it but yeah, if, if you know what I mean it's stuff like that uh, I know it's what you mean yeah, yeah. different if you lose 2 not 3 and you think well, we never got humped but this time we did oh we got absolutely bent over there Oh my god. I said to one of my mates, my mate Liam, he's got a season ticket, season book at Parkhead, and uh, I was like, see if it's 2 0 after 20 minutes, I'm switching it off. And it was, but I carried on watching. But I think the less <laughs> said about that game, the better, Danny. But look at it, mate. Mate, Celtic had eight shots on target, seven went in. See when it's your night, it's your night. <laughs> they were devastating, though. Yeah. yeah, well, they were devastating, but at the same time, what was it? Seven, yeah, seven goals come from crosses, and even though I think two of them were low crosses into the box that maybe took a nick, or you know, can the boy took a touch and passed it, it was mm. still coming from a crossing position, and Dundee were just unable to defend at all. Uh, I mean, all looked like we started off brightly when uh, when we got a shot on target uh, after thirty seconds. Yeah, Jordan McGee. Um, I still think and, they should have had a corner after that. We had the deflection. It should be in a corner. That's where it all went wrong after that. It all went wrong, man. Yeah, it was annoying. West it, was, it was frustrating. <laughs> like it was for ah, they bloody West Coasters, honestly. But mate, it was just like I know Tony Dock was going on about we came here with a game plan, but it, the game plan just didn't materialise. Eh? Like no. I said, I think we should have just played exactly like Motherwell, you know, soaking up the pressure and dinking the ball up to a boy with pace. But you're p- playing it up to Bakayoko and Maine, who didn't know exactly the quickest of there. <laughs> 
I think Main's first touch was the when he got the well he, the goal. goal. I totally forgot he was playing. To be fair, I know. Um, it was to be honest. We should have made changes at three 0 because uh, when they went three 0 up within what was that? Was it less than twenty minutes? Ah, uh, easy. Uh, something like that. I mean, I didn't want to look back. Like that. At. I mean, I'm not looking back at. <laughs> we should have we should have rang the changes and thought this is way to turn into something really bad here. We need to contain this. But we just kept going. And um, it seemed like we were trying to go toe-to-toe with them, which we spoke about last week. So we played two up front and we kept that going. <sighs> oh, mm. man. Yeah. Oh, man. Not good, mate. Not good at all. Got to say for men, though, he took his goal really well. A wee mm-hmm. header and uh, his strength to get through the defenders and it's a brilliant finish. But that, that was a ball here again. That was a ball here. That was like, what's the word I'm looking for? Revenge. No, no revenge, but obviously the Hibs goal that got chopped off the week before. <laughs> it was almost identical, eh? Pure ball here, eh? <laughs> Aye. That's it. When your luck's no in, it's no in. But you think, fair enough, don't you? I mean, the boy in the VAR office or whatever, whereabouts that they're sitting, should have just thought, look, the slot are getting absolutely popped here. Just give them the goal. Just give him a goal. That's what I was, honestly, that's what I was shouting at the telly. I was like, just fucking give it, man. Just give it. I think that was the turning point in the game because I think Dundee probably would have came back. There was that chance. There, there was, was a chance. chance. There was a chance. And you kind of say there wasn't there because we never got to see that chance. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Fucking garbage, though. It was, it was disappointing because you know me, Danny. I, I, and I'd been saying it, Celtic wasn't that great, but it, it was their night. It was their night. Everything came off for them, yeah. Just mm-hmm. everything. And it had to be against us. Had to be. Had to be. Yep. And it totally annihilated our goal difference because mm. that to me that looked like a could have potential been like a wee extra point if you were going into the run into try and finish top six, but that's well, annihilated, pumped everything. You can um, your crap when Greg Taylor scores against you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got to feel a little bit for Finlay Robertson as well. No played in months. Feels like a very long time, and he's put into the game and two tackles. There are no. They're silly tackles, mate. Aye, I'm, I'm saying that there's nothing vicious behind them. It's just two silly tackles and red cared and off he goes. It's. He was thrown in at the deep end, though, eh? I thought. I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. I thought it was a bit of a strange one seeing his name in the lineup. I mean, what obviously want to see him play, but uh, I, it was just too daft fouls, eh? Daft fouls, man. Didn't hate to do that, but actually, we play better with 10 men. We <laughs> <laughs> got a goal with 10 men. What a goal it was, mate. Really good goal, to be fair, yeah. It wasn't even yeah. spoke about on sports scene. See when they were doing the summary. Again, the po- mm-hmm. Like, they just, ah, Celtic, 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 ah, they're Celtic. That was it. They never showed Dundee's goal. Fucking pish. It's the best goal mm. of the game. Yeah. The Cameron and Silla and Cameron into Donnelly. Donnelly playing right wing. <laughs> and he hits the ball in with his right foot. It's probably the first touch I've ever seen him take with his right foot. But what a finish, by the way. Lethal. Ah, uh, <sighs> uh, he took it really well. And I, I just, like I said, it made the scoreline look a bit respectable. <laughs> 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 It doesn't need one bit, but like I said, mate, it could have been worse. Could have been nine. <laughs> yeah, well, aye. Um, it's one of those though that getting a humping like that, 
and also we'll we'll go into the command again. You always do think, how does that affect? Could we? How's this? How's that affect the squad? The, the players are they mm. able just to brush that off and think? We went to Parkhead and got absolutely like uh, pumped. That was it. Uh, move on to the next game, or does the manner of which or the way that we can see them goals stick in their mind and continue on to the next game, which to me kind of did. Um, because obviously we go right onto the command of the game now and two of their goals came from crosses into the box in a set piece. <laughs> Can what annoyed me about that and got me thinking, Danny, was I think it was after the St Mirren game. I'm sure it was the St Mirren, the 4-0 game, kind of early doors in the season, that St Mirren's game plan was to whip balls into the box and me and you were like, that was playing into Dundee's hands because we were just headering everything. Whip it in the box, boys. Come on, cross it as many times as you want. We're heading in the back. What's changed? What's, what is, what's changed? It was a fucking vampire defenders, man. Come on, I mean. I know, because that's now, what, in the last two games, nine goals conceded, and, well, eight of them are from crosses into the box of set pieces. It's no good. Like you say, there was boys, like Sean saying all that, that any ball into the box was just headed away. We yep. ease. I don't, I don't, so what's like I says, what has changed? I don't I don't understand that at all. I know folk are going, yeah, but that's what happens when you're playing three at the back because then they've got that space behind the wing backs. I understand that, but we, we were heading every fucking ball away, and then it just I think when boys got injured, it just changed. I, I just kind of put my finger on it, mate, and it's really frustrating. Eh? And teams will see that, and teams will exploit it. They'll think. I've just dinked the ball into the box at Dundee because they'll shat, they'll shite it. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a 100%, 100% Derek McInnes seen the goals at midweek and thought, that's what we'll do. Because that was their game plan, was to get down the wings hmm. and cross it in. That, that was their, their plan throughout the game. Um, but see the thing I mean, is, Danny, see, like during the game, Dundee started the game brightly. Like, obviously, Main had his chance, Mulligan was looking sharp. Um... But then did you not notice that? You probably wouldn't have seen it sitting in the coxie, but the keeper went down, feigning an injury. There was nothing wrong with him. And then what happened? Ah, the Kelly players are over to Derek McInnes, and McInnes has got his notepad out, obviously detailing tactics to them. And then all of a sudden, Kelly come into the game. Fucking cheating bastards. <laughs> or it's just, you can't help to play the game. And That's exactly what it know. was. Yeah. Because if it was, mate, if it was an outfield player, the referee would have just went right you off the park. But because it's a keeper, the keepers know exactly going to be told right off the park, and I'll let you back on, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other Kelly players right over to McInnes, and he was giving out instructions to every single one of them, mate. And then, like it says, they came back into it, and they were threatening, and obviously they got their goal, yeah. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we'll rewind a wee bit of there and speak about your goal. Okay. Uh, and obviously, I, I didn't think at the time it was getting classed as a, an OG from Will Dennis, the goalkeeper. Uh, it wasn't until half time when you look at all the notifications and mm. it comes up that. But when you look at the goal, Scott Tiffany running down that wing, cutting in right through. It, it, it was a great bit of play for him. Great bit of play for uh, Scott Tiffany. And I'm gutted he's not got his name on that goal. But it was a good way to go ahead. And it was it deservedly went ahead at that point. In my eyes, it's still his goal. <laughs> but, mate, it wasn't even just going down the wing, man. He picked the ball up probably five, ten yards in, the, in their half. He went for a crack and we run. Two defenders on him and he sold them both a dummy, eh? He was, I, I, I'm like you, I, I'm gutted that he's, it's not his name on the, 
the goal sheet for that. Like, yeah, but hey, look, we got the goal, one nil up, and it was like, hey, hey, here we go, let's come on. Chuffer <laughs> Tiffany, like, yeah, he gets a bit stuck, but he's he's coming on. Aye, I still think he's a couple of may have good performances like that before he, he gets going. But you know what? See, Wallman said that to me at the game. What he did there for that goal was reminiscent of what he used to do against us when he was with Partick. Absolutely. He'd doing, running at the boys, just trying to get past them and, and taking a shot. and um, Just terrorising fullbacks, mate. Aye, that's what, that's aye. what he does. That's what he does. <laughs> so, mm. see, see, I hope that gives him a, a, a lot more confidence that he can go and run at boys and skin them. Because he's probably one of the only players that we've got in the team that's that can do that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He's a player, yeah. mate. He's a player, like. Mm-hmm. But we may as well speak about their goal. Fuck off. We cross in for, <laughs> was it Danny Armstrong, who had a wee bit of a back and forth with the Dundee supporters throughout the game. Um, yeah. And, ah, again, another cross into the box, mate. Hader uh, Dunn and Marley Watkins was there to, to knock it in. And you see the replay, well, when you see the replay, it's Josh Mulligan's man, lets him go. But at the same time, there's two defenders in front. Again, it's just Dundee no defending. And again, like you say, what's happened? What's, what's happened, happened to the way we used to defend like this? I, I don't know if it's maybe like the boys have lost their voice. I don't know. I know that sounds like totally stupid, but usually if balls are coming out of the box, there'll be one of you that are going, that's fucking mine. Do you know what I mean? Shaggers, boom, header. But it's like, are you going for it? Am I going for it? Uh, uh, uh. Shaughnessy was caught under the ball, like, and like you say, it was Mulligan's boy. He sneaks in. It was a disaster goal, mate. Just for me, calamity. for me, Paul, any ball that's getting knocked down in your six-yard box should always be a defender on that. Should always be a defender on Shouldn't that. Shouldn't have yeah. the opportunity to have get a free header in the six-yard box. No. No. You know what I mean? Oh. I know. And when you look back at it as well, the boys beat Shaughnessy for the head down. Again, you, you just keep looking back and thinking, months ago, this it was Shaughnessy's ball all day long. But uh, That was with bread and butter, mate. Uh, Sounds just no right just now. Uh, what what has changed? I want somebody mm-hmm. to tell me what has changed. I really mm-hmm. do, because, like it says, it was like we were set up for teams, like, th- their only option was to dink it into the box, and it was playing in our fucking hands. Uh, thank you very much, Heather, see you later. But now it's like, oh, didn't I dink it into the box? Oh, please, no. <laughs> oh, don't, please, no. Aye, there, there's a bit of fear. There is a bit of fear. In it. There is a fear. And- and I think that'll linger a little bit longer purely because of that Celtic game as well, but that's just going back to that. It's like Dundee when, with the penalties. Mind Dundee with penalties. We couldn't have scored a penalty for fucking love nor money. Mm-hmm. So now, now it's like that. We kind of win a header. Mm-hmm. Someone needs to change. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, Speaking of penalties. How convenient. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I'd maybe stop you there and go on to boot penalties before you went on a big rant, to be honest. I <laughs> oh, wasn't. It? Nah, mate. Nah, no rants tonight. No rants. No, no. I really can't be bothered with any, to be fair. Um, but again, <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany doing brilliantly to get in front of uh, Lewis Mayo and make some make the foul. And Red Caird 
off you go, penalty, Luke McEwen, fantastic. I know the keeper gets a wee hand tap, but it's right in that corner that it's, uh, well, kind of gets a, a hand, a wee, a wee touch, but pinpoint, because he's aiming for how close it is to that post. Yeah. Um, I, I liked Dirk McInnes' comments after the game, basically saying it wasn't a, a penalty and it wasn't a red card when, yeah, the game he was looking at. And I know that he's started the foul outside the box, but he basically gets him in a headlock going mm-hmm. into the box and brings him down. Yeah. And there's there's the foul, there's the red card because he's no made an attempt for the ball. I, 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 it's, probably, it's probably just one of those manager sticking up for the player and I think you know, it was. Moments. I think mm-hmm. it was. Did he not say he, he didn't even think it was a foul? I, or maybe I've just, maybe he did say that. He didn't think it was a red card. He didn't think it was a foul. He didn't think it was a penalty. Come on, he probably thought it was a dive. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, fair play to Tiffany again for getting in about it. Like like the commentator said on like on sports scene. You know, I th- actually it wasn't even the commentator. Maybe McFadden. He was going on about the like the the height difference and the strength difference between Mayo and Tiffany. Tiffany's still in there like we terrier though. And he he barged his way right in front. He done brilliant there, man. Yeah, it started outside the box. See, to begin with, I was kind of like, ah, that's going to be given as a free kick. Eh? But just as well, I gave it as a penalty. I mean, Colin Stephen gave it as a penalty. <laughs> yeah, the thing with Tiffany is he's just that wee nippy player and he made yep. or make the foul. As soon as he got in front of him yep. and the boys, he was affy handsy and known a good way. I, that was it. <laughs> it was, that was going to be a penalty all day long. And... Uh, yeah, I read the card as well. Um, like I say, good penalty uh, for McEwen. And we had half an hour to go. And you just thought, half an hour to go, extra man. That's us kind of going forward now. Mm. We should be we should be dense the sun here. But uh... for, for long periods of the game, it didn't look like we had the extra man. Yep. You know, Kelly rang the changes. Brought on a couple of big players, you know, players that look to be wanting to attack. McInnes wasn't he sitting back and hoping for the to keep it at two one or the hit us on the break. They, they were actively looking to get a goal. I know that we had that wee period where Merlin hits the the crossbar, which mm-hmm. oh, so gutted. Obviously, got really gutted now, but so gutted at the time that that never went in. If that went in, that was game over. Aye. If that went in, it was game over. He couldn't have hit it any better, mate. What a strike. The bar was shaking like mad. Uh, I've seen a few people mention, also, the first chance fell to Josh Mulligan. Mm. And they're like, how do you know how that first time? But when you see the replay, it's like, well, he's... What? Really feel like, Aye. Yeah, yeah. There's no chance I, he's hitting that first time. He's got to take a touch. Yeah. It was a brilliant block, but did they say anything about Mulligan having the fucking brains to set up... Mellon. He wasn't even looking at Mellon when he played the ball up. He obviously mm-hmm. heard the shout. Boom. Fuck me, man. Wow. I think, Honestly. I think uh, <clears throat> Mulligan was a, a bright part of that, that game. I thought he came in and some of the runs that he made and some of the passes, energetic. Probably he was a star man for me. He was a star yeah. man for me, mate. That's one of Mulligan's best performances. See his drive, it gets you on the edge of your seat, man. But for the team-wise, it gets the team up the pitch. He was a breath of fresh air in that starting 11, mate. Um, and, and see, for me, it was a... It's nice of, maybe not bad, but it was a mature performance for him. There was none of this daft laddie sliding and trying to get, getting booked or... 
mean, he did have a shot that went wild, but he was keeping his shots down. You know, it was. Uh, you could see his progression. You could see his progress. Mm-hmm. I you're right about there because he, he was prone to a, a wee tackle from behind, pick up a yellow like card. You're right. Yeah. I put him on my coupon for a booking. Do you know what I mean? Him and Beck. <laughs> Beck obviously <laughs> got his standard booking. Do you know what I mean? But Mulligan, that honestly, one of his best performances, and like I says, it was a mature performance. Mm-hmm. He looked like he, like I touched on last week. Uh, can't remember what game it was. Can't even mind what game it was. It was fuck knows Hibs. Was it Hibs? Anyway, there was no Dundee player that was going to take the game by the scruff of the neck. He did. Too many got the ball. He would turn. He would turn a boy and run. And it, it, man of the match by an absolute country mile. Eh? And rightly he was given it by the sponsors a full time. Mm-hmm. I was intrigued to see the sponsors with DC Thompsons. You know what yeah. I never knew that, no. So everybody was kind of... Obviously, Dundee fans seem to think it's a United paper and United fans seem to think it's a oh, Dundee paper. God. <laughs> Fucking change the record, eh? <laughs> um, hopefully, Dode Cran wasn't on the hospitality while writing the match report. Or well, if he wasn't on. Well, I read, it. I read it and that would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll need to speak about the goal, mate. We'll have to speak about the goal. Um, for me, it happens when Baki Oko gets the ball and without even looking. Hmm. You know, he controls the ball without even looking. He tries to pass it to Luke McCowan and hmm. goes straight to a Cali player. Instead of holding that ball up and just playing it simple. Just keeping the ball and fucking simple. get a foul. Aye, so then they get up, it gets past uh, Matty Kennedy. I think it is Mulligan and Dodgson who got put on right back, which for me didn't really suit him. I didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, um, and they let Matty Kennedy, they should just hop him right there, put him into the, the, the touchline, um, but they let him run down the wing and they get their corner, corner comes in. Again, it. <sighs> Everybody just kind of congealed into the one bat, and there was Rob, yep. Robbie Dees to smash it home at the second attempt because I think he initially goes for the ball, and it just kind of hits Fazdun Tom, and it just it. lands at his feet. Aye, and all all the Dundee players are just in together. There's nobody else there, and again, it's another bloody piss poor defending of a set piece. But mate, they were doing that same routine at the corners, every corner. There was never just a boy whipping the ball in. It was always that laying it off and the other guy hitting it in. Every single time. Should have recognised that, eh? Because when they took the corner, I think it might have been... I think it might have been... I'm sure it was Dodson and Beck that were at the corner when while they were saying, Beck's like, what am I doing? What am I doing? He was turning around. Like, what? Who, what? And as soon as that ball came out, he should have just fucking <laughs> ended the boy. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, poor poor goal to concede, and really frustrating. Like that is frustrating to concede so late. But see, in fair reflection, mate, a draw was probably a, the correct result, a fair result. Know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think I probably would have took a draw before the game, even though I was saying it was going to probably be about five six now. Because <laughs> Kelly aren't a shite team, mate. No. They're in the position they're in for a reason. Do you know what I mean? They've had good results against Celtic and Rangers, something that we failed to have failed to do, like at the time. So they're they're no shite team, like. Yeah. But it was really frustrating. Eh? It's just a, 
It's like, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's just it sucks the life out of you. It does, and when they got the corner, I don't know why. Like you just thought to yourself, they can get, they might get something here. Don't they've they always been like that? Yeah. I mean, Bursley says that all the time. Like if it, if it, ever a team gets a corner against Dundee in the ninetieth minute, they're fucking scoring. <laughs> And then after they scored, who looked more likely to go and score a goal after that was was Kelly and you actually did have a wee bit of fear that <laughs> fuck they might go and get the win. They might go and get the win. Yeah, because I know folk were going on about um oh yeah, fucking ten men uh, ten against eleven, uh, but we've sat back. Kelly had four strikers on. Four strikers they, they were pushing Dundee back. No wonder we fucking sat back. Like <laughs> like Oh mate. Good subbies for fucking uh, McInnes, but I think it was poor subbies for Doc. See, for me, what changed the game was taking Main off. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I didn't think I would probably ever say that, but I thought Main had a really good game. He's a he bullies boys, he chases down. He's he's a he's a positive guy to have in the team because you could see that he. he wait, did you see him turn into Mulligan? When I touched on Ellen Mulligan hit a shot that went over when he sh- should have probably dinked it in and Main just turned round and tore him a new one. Eh? I think he's a good boy to have in the team, but I think him go- going off for Baka, but uh, yeah, for me it well, changed the game. Eh? I feel like we lost that that strength, that we bullying factor up top. Yeah, because they're a boy. You said it. Oh, their boys are fucking massive. They're a big, strong laddies. Yeah. Well, a couple of good wee skillful guys like Armstrong and Kennedy and that. Do you know what I mean? It's just... <sighs> yeah, we lost that composure. I don't know. I just never clicked me Bakayoko when he came on. At one point, there was he, we were kind of going down the wing and Bakayoko was there with two other Dundee players. And like, why? It felt like, it felt like he was in the way. Yeah. He was in the way. Then like, you, should, you should be in that box. What he was trampling on people's feet, man. Get up, get, somebody should have said to him, you, fuck off. Like... <laughs> Like, if Main was on the pitch, he would have told him. Like, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah. God, we never even spoke about the cracking save for the boy Watkins in the second half. That was an incredible save. Oh, he, fantastic save. Unbelievable also, save. McCracken and for Carson, I've not actually read about what's up with Carson, but... Knee injury. Is it knee injury? So first game back, um, to me... Or a niggling, a, niggling. A wee niggling. Recurrence, McCracken, yeah. McCracken never put a foot down. No. When he was up, when you see initially, fantastic save for him. Um, look, that should have been a goal. The boy should have buried it, but McCracken's came out, made himself big, and he's also done that thing where he's made himself big, but no big enough for the boy to not make him. You know, keepers can. Uh, yeah, he's he's perfect. And he was like Manuel Neuer coming out there. <laughs> but he had a really good game because he came out. He came out in the first in the first half, and he. He was catching a ball, he was punching corners away. Um, he had a, g- a great save for Armstrong's free kick in the first half as well. Kim and Armstrong just hit the ball in and it went through a body of players and it just he hit it and parried it over a bar. He's a keeper, mate. And if the word's true that his contract with Norwich is up at the end of the season, Dundee, get the finger out and get him signed now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I'd, I'd, I really like him as a goalkeeper. Eh? Aye. Aye, well, it's a. Uh... We obviously there's talk about Legston's moving upstairs to director of football. Um, obviously we're still got Harry Sharp there and Trevor Carson, but Carson is the 
a spring any spring chicken. He's still a good keeper though. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah, you never know. You I would absolutely know. have him in there because then if if Carson has niggles with his injury, you've got a comp- more than competent goalkeeper to step in. And what is he, 22, 23, something like that? He's still young. So he's going to learn off of an experienced keeper like Carson. Do you know what I mean? It's only going to make him better. Get him yeah, signed. He should yeah, be number one, number one target. <laughs> Probably ought to be speaking to him about a pre-contract if possible, if he's up for so. to be honest. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I really like him. Uh... Yeah. Anyway. But um, I was looking at Kelly's away from, and it was always going to be a stonewaller. Draw by the way, and it was always going to be two all considering all the league games have been two all because at the 14 games they've won two, drew six, and lost five before us. But it's also drew seven now. They're just like a draw specialist. So if you were a betting man, you would hunt Dundee, uh, Dundee Cully. Both teams to score, draw, and obviously bet can for sell as a booking. Yep, uh, that would have been a total banker. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Um, but that, that's again a good team going away from home. If if you're not going to win the game, you get a point at least, and they're good at that. Mm-hmm. But who would have thought the the three games two all <laughs> mental know. like mental. Don't I think I think, I think and McInnes had a wee handshake and go right two alls, huh? two alls. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well we'll make it seem that we're both wanting to win, but we'll two alls. Aye. <laughs> But we made ourselves bums back, kinda, for defeat against Celtic. It's the manner of the way the game ended. That's obviously upset a lot of people. Um, there was a few boos ringing out for the Bobby Cox, and Surprise. one thing I know, I know, and there was one thing when Tony Dock came on to kind of applaud the fans, and some of the players came across to, to applaud the fans. Uh, a few boys. Kept the booing going. Um, hmm. Some of the stuff she had was kind of like, oh, fucking hell, man. Would like to go for a pint with you after the game, to be honest. Um, Beggar's belief, can, mate. People can react the way they want to react after a game. They can, To me, you can boo if you want to boo after a game. I'm not trying to say you pay the money, you get the right to boo. Uh, you're, you're free to voice your opinion. Hmm. Whatever way, freedom of speech, whatever. Um, it's just no for me. I didn't get us wrong. I never clapped them. To be fair, I was just so disappointed <sighs> in it that I, oh, you should have seen me no clapping, eh? <laughs> what the heck, man? I stuck it to them, didn't I? Oh, you sure <laughs> did. What You're mental, Danny. Oh, here. Hardcore. Boys. People just went away for us. Dear, dear, I wouldn't speak to him like uh, he did a clap. <laughs> he's a he's a non-clapper. Fucking hell! Oh what? <laughs> he's usually a happy clapper. So if he's no clapping, you can someone's no right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's unbelievable because considering Tony Doc always comes out and praises the fans, eh? Mm-hmm. But yeah, folk are entitled to their opinions. That's absolutely fine. But look, <laughs> mate, we're still punching. For seventh, eh? and I know Tony Doc goes, and, you know Tony Doc's mantra has been, "We are the newly promoted team." Yes, we are. I think the frustrating part for for me is there's games where we look like we're showing these teams up that are established Premier teams, and it's like 
fucking hell, we're absolutely really good. Like, you wouldn't even think we're the newly promoted team. But, yeah, I think um, maybe folk just let their emotions get the better of themselves. I think that's probably what it was, man. It will be, and it totally can was. Because you think about it, mate. Look look at the other game. Was it not that Zach Rudden scored in the last minute against them? The last game at home. And, mate, Mm. see, the goal went in. Pure euphoria. Back to the boozer. Hey, hey. And then on the flip side, it's fucking doom and gloom. Fuck me, man. (laughs) And probably, come up, man, there's probably a, a lot of factors of frustration. I mean, Dundee haven't found ourselves in this kind of position for a good few years now and mm. playing well. Obviously, we're just speaking about the Celtic game and saying playing well in the same sentence. But if you know, overall, we've looked quite good this season. I, I think it, it's one of those, we've lost so many late goals. So many late goals, mate. It's, what is it now? Um... 19 points dropped for winning positions and. Yeah, I think somebody said that, yeah. What will it be? 16, what will it be? 16 points dropped from losing goals in the last minute or in the last 10 minutes? No, it, it, it's a shocking start and. and it is a shite start, but. It is, and it's one that the fans know about and as soon as it happens, they're just going to be like, how, how are we not able to man manage this and hold on to the win? I know there's games that we've scored last minute goals. There's been games that we've managed to hold on to the win, but overall, the amount of points that have been dropped from winning positions and goals conceded in the dying minutes is it's quite shocking, to be honest. It is. I think we've been made fucking years gone by. At this point in the season, we would have probably been in the bottom two. Maybe even just the bottom one. Adrift. Do you know what I mean? Or seventh. Watch this next week. Watch the, after this week's, the next week's round of fixture. Look, we're eighth. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, near the end of the season. Look, I think we'll beat whatever we're playing in the playoff. It's fine. Look, it's fine. We're okay. <laughs> but, mate, and, and I, think, I think it was Grant who put it in the group chat and it was spot on. Like, when Kelly went up, they finished tenth. And then mm-hmm. at the end of that season, they made a couple of really good signings, and look at them now, high flying. Mm-hmm. Like Doherty's only had a, a, a summer and a January window. So what's going to happen with the next one? Do you know what I mean? I know, I know. It's uh, I think it's just as well that we've been sitting in the sixth spot. We've been close to sitting man. We've been close to Kelly and the, the fifth or fourth spot, and that's now kind of getting dragged away a wee bit. We're getting and... teased. It's like we're getting teased. Like we're, exactly. We're, we're like we've been spoiled, mate. Mm-hmm. We've been spoiled. This is not like a Dundee team to look this good, but it's like it... going to the it's like going to the red light district and then figuring out that you've left the wallet back in your hotel room. Fuck! <laughs> Wanna lay it on? But <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> well, no, it's um, never been that I'm standing in my life, so I wouldn't care. Um, but <laughs> but um, okay, it's like I said to you prior to recording. I'm going to say it, Danny. You think we're in a parallel universe, mate? We're we're on the same points and the same fucking position, but instead of being two one up. And you know, a last minute equaliser. Say we were, say we were two one down, and we got the equaliser. But bear in mind, we're on the same points in the same fucking position. What would the attitudes be then? Aye, I know, it's, I know. But hey ho, we still need to but, figure out why we can't defend crosses anymore, though. That's the main yeah. thing. Yeah, and stop losing points in the manner that we do. That'd be fantastic if we can stop that. Um, well, it's and funny. Also, what, you mentioned- 
Oh, no, you're on so, your go, mate. As we say, you, you mentioned on, uh, I've said a few times, and Tony Duck said a few times about we are the newly promoted team. That doesn't really wash with me now. We've been in the league for a wee bit. We've kind of, I think we've proved ourselves as yeah, a yeah. premiership team. And I hope that we didn't keep, I didn't kind of upset this weekend, but hopefully we didn't keep churning that out. Because it was churned out, I think, after the Celtic game. Yeah. And maybe a couple of games before that. But for me, I think we've got to kind of stop looking at that because it's, it's a quite easy get out. I wouldn't say a get out. It seems not saying like people looking for excuses, but it's a it's a it's a easy one to go to. to I know say, what you mean. Well, look where we were last season. Um, or look look where the team were last season. Um, mm-hmm. really promote team. I think we should really be looking at laughing at now and saying, well, we're kind of establishing ourselves in this league now. Um, we'll have got to be doing a little bit better. Um, uh, but again, that might be have to wait till the summer. Uh, new signings and and whatnot. I think you're right, Danny. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with you on that. I just think, like it says, I don't remember a team like this like play, performing as well as what we have throughout the whole season. Not just last couple of games, but through the whole season. Mm-hmm. Holding our own. Like, and like I says earlier, we're, we're punching. We're still punching. So, pff, fucking bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I've totally forgot. You totally threw us. Doesn't matter. Good. Yeah, it's probably just as well, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's probably no, going to be a big rant. Well, actually, it's not too good because I think I'm going to move on to next. Well, we'll get speak about some results and stuff and how the table looks. How's that? Aye, so, fuck, what was that? So, Hibs also leapfrogged us into sixth spot. They beat Company 2 0. Motherwell. Yeah, that's beat enough. Them. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what I was, mate, that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. See, during the Hart Celtic game, it came up as stat. It was like teams that have scored goals in the, from the 76 onward, like 76 to 90th minute. And Dundee had 13 goals. We were fourth. There was only four teams in that, and Dundee were fourth. And we were on about conceding late goals. We were fucking scoring late goals. Aye. <laughs> uh, but actually, we can speak about the start that obviously got to see. Um, we... I've conceded the most goals. Um, that's quite apt that you're kind of every ten there, mate. We've conceded the most goals in the, the top flight. Uh, Fifty conceded in uh, just twenty-eight games. So fuck. Which is mental, considering what was it like twelve games into it? We're going on about how many clean sheets we've had. <laughs> I know. And again, what happened there? But the thing, like, look, <clears throat> what's the goal difference like? Like, folk are going on about, like, oh, we've got the worst defence in the league. Oh, no. But the goal difference. Minus 11. Minus 11. Minus 11. What's Livy on? Minus 29. What's Ross County on? Minus 24. St. Johnson, minus 18. There's teams that are worse off than us. Bothered. It's basically like when whenever Dundee win, we win 2 1. But when we get beat, we get beat 4 1. It's funny, though, because we're sitting in. The fourth top goal scorers, we 39 goals. Exactly. That's what I'm on about. Yeah. <laughs> we win 2-1, but we get beef 5-1, 4-1. <laughs> You're guaranteed goals in Dundee games. It's eventful. <laughs> it's exciting. It gets you on the edge of your seat, mate. It gets you off your seat. <laughs> you might not like it half of the time. You might want to boot at the end of the game, but it gets you talking about it. <laughs> exactly. Look, it's never a dull moment being a D. <laughs> this season in particular, plenty of highs, plenty of lows. Plenty of frustrations, plenty of wanting to sit in a darkened room and not talk to anybody, but so what? Look, 
we're holding our own against established Premiership teams. It's just frustrating that we haven't got more of those points that we probably should have done that the uh, performances merited. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's my two cents. Yeah, I think you've hit that right on the head there. Where we could have been, could have, would have, should have. Manny had balls. You know, all that capers. Um, <laughs> that's it. Uh, um, <laughs> I was going to move. <laughs> I was going to move on to. Next week's game, but obviously we got pumped out the Scottish Cup, so there's no game until the Wednesday, the 13th of March, when we take on Neil Warnock's. That oh, was the best word to say it, faltering Aberdeen side. Neil, Neil Warnock's <laughs> Harlem Globe, Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. So, recently <clears throat> we came up against Hibs, mm-hmm. who hardly won in so many games. We came up against a Celtic team who were looking. Faltering. Quite, yes, mm-hmm. and now we're coming up against an Aberdeen team who have only won in 10 games and just got beat against Sitman by conceding two goals in, what was it, the 96th and 97th minute? Yep. Well, we're going to be back next week uh, for uh, an episode before the game, so all we can say is this is going to be absolute prime Dundee, isn't it? It's going to be box office Dundee for what happens next. Yep, and that's uh, that's pretty much what I was thinking, mate. Because as soon as I heard that start about they've no won a league game for 10 games and Warnock, what is it? Many games has he had now? Six? It was a three wins, three draws, something like that. And he was lucky to get one of the draws against Motherwell when they were down 3-0. Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> who've we got next? Ah, Dundee. Fuck, sound. <laughs> That's what it's like. You could be losing every fucking game and then when you see Dundee in the calendar, you're beauty. <laughs> That's it. We're saying this with a smile on our face. <laughs> we are. We can only jest. That's it. Because we all, we all know it's true. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. It's almost like these games were never meant to happen, though, eh, mate? Like, one of them was rescheduled due to that Storm Babbitt, and then the other one was rescheduled due to Davy Monroe being Davy Monroe. You know what I mean? It's like... It's, well, I mean, obviously, we had that game against them up up the road, one all, which I still think we could have won. Personally, if Beck had a shanty shot at the end. Actually, you never even spoke about Beck's chance at the end of that Killy game. What was he playing at? Oh, Beck, what? Oh, come on, you. Ah, yeah, the same as well. He's, went, he's, he's seen the moment for glory again. It's a good few times he's got in that same position. He did it hit against that, Aberdeen. And, he, yep. and it hit the fucking corner flag. This one, he hit it and it, went, it was like a right angle. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He just hit it and it just went left. He, he, took, it, he took it on his right foot. And just scuffed it. He could have just, pl- just played it in a back. A back was standing there. We fucking ah. Oh. It's just how close he was going into the box. Even if you just absolutely rattle that into the middle and try and put a little bit of height in it and hope it hits off somebody's hand. Oh, and hard. Oh, deflecting. Aye, something like that. Eh. Ah, oh, man. Oh. Oh. Right, that's enough of the Kelly match, but. It's enough of the Kelly match. This Aberdeen game, I'll, de- I'll definitely be there myself. But look, obviously I'm confident because I, I, I haven't seen much of Aberdeen. We've said that umpteen times. Uh, it's like they've always threatened to come on to a game, but it's never materialised. I think with this one though, it's just yeah. <laughs> I just keep thinking of that ten game winless streak. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not confident here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no mate. Um, 
Neither am I, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident. Now. I'm just glad I'm off the <laughs> off work the following day because if we get beat, I'm fucking, I'm like a malky dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way the past couple of games have went. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest, Paul, if no matter how good we are doing, if we went in to play a team that hadn't won in 10, 15, 20 games, I would still be sitting here saying mm. we're due a win. It's going to be against us. <laughs> yep. Me and Oldboy were saying that. We were kind of like, we really hoped that they'd beaten St. Man because then, you know, that hoodoo of, you know, nay wins and nine games, they would have they would have got the win out the road and then we would have came in and went, ah, fuck yous. We'll take the three mm-hmm. points. But now it's kind of like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. And also, we, our record against Aberdeen in the league cups oh, everything. It's abysmal, mate. Mm-hmm. I've hated Aberdeen since the Coca-Cola Cup final, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, fucking Duncan Shearer and Theo Snelders and that. Fuck off. <laughs> I hate Aberdeen now. But they've got good players, man. It's just if the players turn up and if Warnock actually plays them to their strengths, eh, if he starts to like Jamie McGrath left back in that, we should be absolutely jigging now. Eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he did that against Motherwell and they were 3-0 down. <laughs> just didn't let them get a cross in. Stop the crosses. No daft tackles on the boy Miofsky or Sockler or Scholar or whatever his name is. Put that boy Shinny in the air right from the start. If the boy Jensen's playing, run at him because he's absolutely stinking. Um, and hit shots for fun at the boy, the keeper, because he's he's absolutely boofing. Like, uh, well, he's prone to a mistake. We've seen that against us. He could have, like, mm-hmm. he just kind of stood still. And the fans... That's one of the gripes that the fans have got. Even the 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 Aberdeen commentators mentioned because I've watched I've watched a few of their games, yeah. and that's one of the big things. Once he makes a, a total hash of a situation, it gets brought up that it's not the first time he's did it. So he's definitely not a fan favorite and somebody that if you put under pressure and or if you make some mistake early on, you know, just start trying to rattle a shot him. Doesn't matter how far you you might yeah. spill it. Get a boy to run in nearly get the ball or get the ball and you know that's his confidence rattled to be honest mate that's I mean, what happened up there because the ball got played back to him and Bakayoko chased him down and the boy rattled it off Bakayoko he was lucky as anything like see shite like that put the boy under pressure get the balls whipped into the box get bodies thrown at him fucking elbows coupon just getting about him man because he's a calamity and other Aberdeen fans are like he's out of contract at the end of the season please then sign him again <laughs> What does that tell you? And he's the number one. And they've still got Joe Lewis. That's, well, Joe Lewis is obviously a free agent. He's a far better keeper than he is. Mm-hmm. Just put him under pressure. Zing the ball for 40 yards. Especially if he's in getting that end, the Shankly end, with that fucking cow field of a fucking goal mouth. Just zing the ball into that. Because it's going to bobble out of the place. It's going to take ricochets all over the place. I mean, you know what's going to happen here, Paul? See how that Ross County keeper made like the laid law record. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 that, that, no, I know, no. What, yeah, I know yeah, what you're on. Yeah, uh, Wiccan. Ah, oh, fuck so, off. Wiccan obviously broke the record of most saves made in one match <laughs> in the Scottish top flight. I can't what's going to happen. It was Bruce, it nineteen saves. Russell gets twenty. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like prime fucking Schmeichel or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because <laughs> he's obviously he's up against Dundee. <laughs> and either you'll run up in the last minute and score for a header in the corner or something. Oh, mate, Dana, get money on it now. <laughs> What's his name? Bruce. Bruce, anytime goal scorer. <laughs> oh. oh, man, but, you could tell we're confident, eh? 
I know. But listen, here we've got a week and a half of getting in because obviously at this <clears throat> start of the way we've conceded goals the last couple of games right. isn't it going to go unnoticed. We've now got a week and a half to say, right, let's get into training. Let's let's work on this. <laughs> There's no choice but to work on it. It's costing us points here. Um, they've got a, a Scottish Cup tie. Can't remember what against. Is it Hearts? Uh, I don't even know what the Scottish Cup is. It's some trophy that people play for each year. Um, Supposedly oh, right. you, you get... Uh, um, well, they've got that. We've we've got a whole week now just to st- get into the trainer field and just work at what we need to today. Um, which just gives a wee bit of confidence because we're not just getting flung into game after game after game. You know, this we've, we've, what's happened has happened. Now we've mm-hmm. got a chance to deal with it. Um, Let's move on. Yes, and we've not got any games coming up after two or three uh, days to hinder it. You know, we've got this. Be period. Let's get in. Let's fucking start practicing how the header bars again. Maybe that was Doherty's plan all along. Maybe he looked at the fixtures and went, come on, we could really do a week off there. Right, boys, fuck the Scottish Cup. <laughs> we need that week off just before this black. Because well, boys, we... <laughs> don't be funny, the boys are we... needing to put their feet up, mate. Boys will be fucking knackered. So yeah. I think players will be well rested. But yeah, like you said, shit needs done on the training field and we need to learn the header of the bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. To be fair, what you mentioned there about Tony Doc saying that is in jest, but the way we can see the Dutch Scottish Cup tie in the first of the minutes. I'm not saying I'm not saying anymore, mate. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying a thing. Ah, yeah, plus he had Derek, he had Derek two early goals there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think this this little period because I mean, look, I'm going to say it like Shagger's absolutely shagged. <laughs> like I think I think he's absolutely knackered there because he's played pretty much every minute of every fucking game and obviously played games when his defensive partners have been injured do you know what I mean he's been the only mainstay in that mm-hmm. team so I think if anybody's needing a rest it's him like uh, but this will be a good period for boys that are still like Maine in particular I th- I'd like to see him play a full 90 I really would so get yeah. him up to like proper proper fitness eh? because he's looked a lot sharper than what he did when he first joined there Lamy Portales as well. Yep. Them. Portales um, as well. Yep. And the same boys, boys will be breathers. Sean say definitely needs one. Yep. Um, he's also came under some criticism, and uh, I mean, it's I, I, I stuck up from. I will stick up from, but at the same time, when you, you see some of the, the goals that have went in, and it's to me, he just needs he's played he's played every minute, every game. I think he needs a needs a break. Well, but breather. Um, even like break. Mid, even the midfield. Cameron and McCowan and all that could probably do we just a wee bit of time, you know, recharge the batteries. Um, and That's it. You're, you're spotting about Maine as well. He's had more time to get uh, up to match fitness because realistically, I would like to see him and Mellon up top. Get out my fucking head. Maine jumping about, just flicking on the headers, Mellon running behind because we've seen it with him. He's got the pace today and uh, I would like to see that. I would like to see that. I was a wee bit uh, about Main and Mellon because obviously they they started against St Mun where we were absolutely louping. Um but just the past couple of games with Main just well especially that one there I think I think him and Mellon would work out quite nicely I really would. Also, I'll probably give time for like John McGee to come back. I don't know what the status is with his injury. I think I think Zach Robinson's fucked. Um, so 
look, just iron out the creases there. Recharge, recharge the battery, iron out the creases, and learn to defend corners again, and get that confidence at the back to actually rise like a salmon and get your napper on the bar and put it in a roll fucking Z. And we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> you, you sound like <laughs> Ross of her friends when he's trying to be fine. You've seen that episode. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't even watch Friends, but I know that. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Give me on the training field. I'll motivate the boys. Right, boys, here. This is how you hit on a bar. Right, yeah. <laughs> so they look at your napper and think, you're probably right because you're, you're probably me. This, this guy's five star rated, honestly. <laughs> five fucking five head rated. He's got the hair on that part, so he must have hit the bar loads. He's fucking hit the bar copious amounts of times. <laughs> Head of the bar, may like. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh. head of the medicine ball. Fucking <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <laughs> right, let's go on to the fans' QA. I've got a lot of time. I've never done a fans' QA last week. Couldn't be bothered, so. Um, you couldn't Ryan be bothered? Adam, I never knew that. Uh, Ryan Adam always likes to remind us when, when that happens, so we'll put it out there, and there's a, a lot, there's a lot of things. I think boys are just arguing with each other, though. Um, but we've not got a lot of time, so I'm only going to, I'm only going to ask, uh, a couple of them. Um, so we'll get kicking off here. Let's go. Let's go. So we've got L1962. What's your opinions of McCowan playing right wing back if it allows other midfielders to play? <laughs> Nah, I, I wouldn't want that because he's the one that no. McCowan's a, a one of the cogs in midfield boy that pings the bar about the place and plus he prefers playing in the middle as well. Um, he's a playmaker. So nah, he's got to stay. He's got to stay in that middle, and we've got to work around him if anything yeah. in that middle. Uh, I think playing him at right wing back weakens two positions. It weakens the right wing back position and it weakens the midfield. Mm-hmm. He needs to be in the middle of the park pulling the strings. Yeah, yep. Um, Ethan Hampton, at what point should we draw concern on tying key players down on longer contracts? <sighs> well, if you have the boys are on loan, so um, I think it's more a point of getting boys tied down to permanent contracts. I think that's still that's still a wee bit away. We're still in February. I think things will be happening behind the scenes. You're, you're already hearing wee rumbles about uh, boys signing on pre-contracts and stuff like that. Um, but there's a... Uh, I, I think there'll always be stuff like that. You're just not going to hear about it. Um, See, for me, I think... Obviously, the players, they signed basically two-year deals, didn't they? Like Mulligan, Cameron, McCowan and all that. Yeah. This, this year will probably be the assessment under the manager. Mm-hmm. If that, oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Because if he deems like, right, okay, you've had a year, it's probably, no, that I'm saying that he's looking at Cameron Mulgan and saying that, like, I'm just talking about the players in general. He'd probably go, look, you've had your year, it's not worked out, right? Or the team's come in for you, right? Off you pop. We can get somebody mm-hmm. else in. I, I, I think it's it's definitely going to be, an, it goes without saying, it's going to be another rebuild come the end of the season. That's an absolute fact. Again, because of the loan players, but like I says, I think with the, the players that have came in, a lot of them have been successful. So teams will look at that and go, here, they sent him and he's now developed. Here, we'll send him, you know, mm-hmm. one of our better academy boys. So, look, it's fine. It's roses. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy Keith, 
is our inability to see up games on the players or the manager. Both. Yeah, both. <clears throat> Substitutions and then probably a bit of naivety in the team. So subbies for the manager, maybe, and then naivety with the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That um, was easy. <laughs> Danny's like, uh, naivety, what does that mean? Frankly, <laughs> skipping through the dictionary you've got here. Um, Dave Robb, this is a good one. We kind of touched on it. Um, why do some fans get upset when other fans get disappointed? Some even boo after losing yet another late, late goal and against 10 men. Um, it's difference of opinion, that's what it is. Aye, that's it. Some some agree with it, some don't. To be fair, like I, I'm, as I said, I'm not a big fan of booing after the game. I can understand why people do it. Some situations, uh, circumstances, like it doesn't annoy me. Sometimes it does. I didn't really go voicing my opinion about it though. I kind of keep it to myself. Or, <laughs> say voicing my opinion. I've said it on this podcast. Um, uh, you just did a clap. When you're I know, just in a clap. Um, I do kind of draw the line of boys getting hurt or abuse for the stands, uh, considering where we are and stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't like that. Um, but yeah, like Paul, different, different set of opinion. Um, I'd be booing, I'd be booing cunts if it was like six nil, and or and you've been absolutely thumped at home. Do you know what I mean? I would be booing. Oh, here. I just wouldn't clap. I'd hear my hands in my pocket. Oh fucking right! Oof, that's Tell you that. Right. Jesus, Oof. oh my word! If that doesn't uh, get the point, if that doesn't get the point across. I didn't care. Well, do you think there would have been booze if they got the equaliser in like the seventy-fifth minute or eightieth minute? There wouldn't have been. There wouldn't have been. But because it was at the end, and folk are obviously deflated and angry, frustrated. That's it. <laughs> but I, I, I don't agree with you know, especially with the manager and the players coming over to clap you and you're burning them and telling them to fuck off. I, I just mm-hmm. think that's totally wrong. Eh? Yeah, um, Grant DDYB, <laughs> why on earth does Danny choose to sit in the coxie? Better atmosphere on a morgue. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a brilliant question because what game is that? Was that me and the old boy? Was it the Ross County game? Or St. John's. It was one of the games anyway. We had to, we had to sit in the coxie. That was a Ross County game. And oh, mate, nobody was singing there. Nobody. It was <laughs> fucking, it was shite like it. To be fair, when I sit in the coxie, I like sitting because the boys all around me are fine. Like they're, they're a great laugh and everything. Eh? So where I sit's fine, to be fair. So it doesn't put me off, but, um. The non-clapping crew. <laughs> <laughs> Just standing there still. Yeah. Every one of us. Don't even, you didn't even speak to each other. <laughs> well, I've got a good name for you here, Paul. What? For Captain Gregor, hmm. if booze was allowed back in the ground, what would be your four options on tap? Oh, no, fucking no hell. On tap. On tap? Yes. Well, obviously, San Miguel. Baramaretti. Guinness as well. And Venoms. Venoms didn't come on tap, did I? Well, they do it, Dens. <laughs> they do. <laughs> this is that's a that's my question. I'm fucking answering it. I, I want so, Venoms on tap. Some people would say that you've made up a make-believe uh, drink that comes out of that uh, tap that might come out of make-believe stadium. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we live in the land of make-believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all honesty, what would the fourth one be? Oofed. 
Well, you've got to cater for the cider drinkers. Come on. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So it would be a dark fruits, would it? Aye. Yeah, you've got... Nah, fuck them. Start up ramen. Oh, he's moved away from the cider. It's just lager. Lager and Guinness. That's it. We, but, <laughs> yeah, that'll do, mate. That'll do. See, I'm disappointed you've took out the dark fruits, though, because I would have worn my skinny jeans and went over listening to the cartinas while I hear my dark fruits. With your trophy. Oh, here. The only one there, drinking it. <laughs> Fucking sap. <laughs> I like a wee dark fruits, eh? Fruity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, Stu D Stu Duncan should red cards against Dundee be banned sick of these cheating refs sending off all our opponents to make sure we don't win that's right let's yeah. bring in that send in option yeah just give them the blue card <laughs> the blue card <laughs> the blue card's only involved with Dundee play <laughs> absolutely that's a great question <laughs> Got in here for a uh, new campy. Um, should we have a new section on the show for the idiots in the coxie where we can send in some of the best shouts from them or should we just punt them? I'm like, well, we actually were going to bring in a new section that we might actually do for next week. And it's just basically the most outlandish tweet we can find for a Dundee fan and just go for it for there. So <laughs> it could be a shout. I could think of one now, eh, but I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> I'm not going to bother, eh? I can think of one right now. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's a hmm, yeah. Some shouts they hear at the game are just incredible, eh? Come on, we're kind of come up, Paul. Paul, we're, we're kind of laying into the Bobby Cox here because it's got the reputation, but mate, it's, it's in the dairy as well, well, man. It's all in the yeah. dairy. It's everywhere. It's even at away games, man. And you can, you always, you ever do that a game where it's like somebody has an outlandish shout and you actually hate to turn round and to look and mm-hmm. see who it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, it's not just Dundee, it's every single every, club. Every club, yeah. Up and down the land, it's the same or ever. We're just jesting in case anybody's getting upset. Um, yeah. Everybody's got this. It's nah, We're not singling anybody here, even though everybody in the, the comments and on Twitter are saying, the Bobby Cox. The Bobby Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, brilliant, mate. Why do you sit there, though? Apart from your pals, though. Like, say it's... Just, just always sat there for you. It opened up. Be my old man. I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. I sat there as well when I had my season book, yeah. But it was a lot better back then because we had them Zadzi in Canadia. <laughs> you had the bookies at the bottom as well. <laughs> yeah, the bookies. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it, mate, because we need to go. Um, obviously, the the man behind the podcast, Ryan Norrie, he's got to do the editing. We're kind of running into the a late night here. Paul needs to go away to the shops before it hits 10 o'clock to get some of your tins as well. So there's uh, deadlines out of the shop. There is just <laughs> deadlines everywhere, mate. Left, right and centre. Eh? Right, come on, chop, chop. Right, thanks to everybody that's listened to this podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, Hilltown Electrics. Thanks to Paul for just coming on and giving this podcast a little bit more, I don't know, oomph, I guess. Cheers, mate. There we go. Uh, And we'll be back after the Aberdeen game where we hope what we said doesn't come true. (laughs) 